Hello, everybody. We are back on a hero. Uh, I am Mel Gonzalez. I'm your host today. We're doing a full synopsis episode of Titans season three, episode five. I apologize that uh, I've been gone a while. September was uh, quite a month for me and the whole gang, actually. But uh, we are back. We're going to be recording uh, an episode, um, I think, Monday. Today is shit. What is today? Tuesday. Um, so we are back. We're going to get some more episodes rolling. Sorry. Uh, sorry, I was gone for a long time. Um, we do have uh, an Instagram page if you guys want to follow that on a hero podcast on Instagram. If you want to chat with us, let us know what you like, what you dislike. Let us know. I think I did an episode, a synopsis episode that was uh, quite long. I think it was like 47 minutes. And the rest of the episodes are like 25 minutes, 30 minutes. So, I mean, let us know. Do you like the episode shorter? Do you want me to wrap this shit up faster? Um, I'll let you guys know right now. I think there's 10 episodes. We're 10 episodes in season five. Uh, season three, I'm sorry. Um, I will be covering all those episodes, but again, reach out on Instagram. Let me know if you want the you want these synopsis episodes faster or shorter. I can. I think this episode I'll try to move a little bit fast just to catch us up. I know we we have a lot of episodes to go through. Um, but yeah, that was a hell of an intro. That being said, sorry. Uh, we'll get started right now. Titans season three, episode five. Full synopsis episode. All right, let's do it. So uh, the episode opens uh, where we left off on episode four. We find Jason Todd somewhere in the woods with his helmet off, uh, kneeling over a pond, breathing heavy, staring at his reflection in the water. If you recall from the last episode, they're in some random forest where Bruce Wayne used to train Robin, both like Dick and Jason. And Scarecrow comes up behind him and he's basically like, hey, nice job back there and starts lighting up a joint. Jason Todd is like, dude, did you not see what happened back there? Dick knows everything. We're fucked. And Scarecrow is like, don't worry. I have a plan. Jason is like, tell me what's the fucking plan. Scarecrow was like, patience, man. Patience. You got to stop being scared of Dick Grayson. And Jason goes, I'm not scared of shit. And Scarecrow is like, nah, you are, though. And Jason takes out a gun and shoves it under Scarecrow's chin and is like, I'll kill you right fucking now. I need to know what the fucking plan is. Scarecrow goes, the plan is simple. We immerse Gotham in fear where there is no one to protect them. And then when they lose all hope, we swoop in and be the answer to their fear. There, then Scarecrow was like, now let's give you your happy juice and we'll be on our way. And Scarecrow takes out that inhaler that Jason has been breathing the whole season and gives it to Jason. And Jason takes a whiff and we see Jason's eyes light up yellow again. Scarecrow goes, all better now? Jason goes, no. End of opening scene. The next scene begins. With a, large, with a large caption that says three months ago. So we know that this whole entire episode takes place three months ago, the past, leading up to what happened to Jason Todd. Jason, he's in the mansion, the, the um, Bruce Wayne's mansion, wearing the, the Robin costume, and he's walking around the hallway, breathing heavily, scared out of his fucking mind, and he hears voices whispering his name. Someone then appears in the shadows and points a gun at Jason and shoots him. Jason falls in the bed, and then in walks Donna Troy, Wonder Girl, in a black dress. She's looking fucking smoking. And she stands over Jason and says, don't go. You still have time, Jason. And then we hear Bruce's voice saying, Jason, Jason. And Bruce Wayne wakes up Jason Todd from this dream. The whole time Jason Todd was dreaming. 
Bruce is super concerned because Jason has been having these nightmares for weeks, apparently. And Jason goes, no, nah, I'm fine. I, I got to meet someone in the city. Bruce says he wants Jason to start seeing Dr. Leslie Tompkins, a psychologist, to help Jason. Bruce says that uh, she understands that the work that they do because she knows that they are Batman and Robin. So you can talk to her. Jason argues back that um, he argues back. But Bruce is like, you're not going to be Robin until you see her. And she gives you the green light. And Jace, Jason walks out of the room pissed off. The next scene, we're brought to a, co- a coffee shop in, uh, in Gotham sometime in the afternoon. Jason meets some girl named Molly. They're, they're buddies, apparently. Uh, judging by their interaction, they've like known each other for a super long time. Molly, she uh, she comments that Jason looks like he hasn't gotten enough sleep, but Jason brushes it off and he's like, Molly, what are you working on? She shows Jason uh, her laptop, which is a picture of a missing boy named Diego Martinez, an orphan that disappeared from the shelter. And she explains that the Joker has a guy on the streets taking in strays and Diego's poor and brown. So cops won't give a shit. Batman goes, uh, Jason goes, well, Batman will take care of it. And Molly goes, Batman only protects rich people. She comments that Jason uh, has been different since uh, he's returned back from San Francisco. And Jason brushes, brushes it off again and asks, and uh, he asks Molly where jo- Joker's guy has been picking up the kids from the streets. And Molly says uh, he's been hanging by a shelter uh, near Dunsmere, somewhere in Gotham. Jason is like, all right, well, let's go then. And Molly's like, what the fuck? You think you're a cop now? And Jason is like, nah, let's go check it out. And I'll, and let's go take some pictures. So the next scene, uh, Jason is walking with Molly to find the guy. They have like a little back and forth interaction with Jason asking, you know, you're still dating Sheila? And Molly's like, nah, she wasn't the one. I might date dudes again. I don't know why we need to know this about Molly, but whatever. Uh, they come to an alley where they see the guy. He's about 50 feet away from uh, he's about 50 feet away talking to some girl, some young girl. This is the guy that they uh, they think that is kidnapping all the kids working for the Joker. Molly's like, OK, take a pic. Jason takes out his phone and uh, the phone analyzes the face of the guy. And it turns out to be the guy. I think his phone has some kind of like Batman technology with it. So it, it can do that. And Jason goes, his name is Pete Hawkins. Uh, Molly's like, how the fuck did you know that? And Jason's like, it's me. Let's go introduce ourselves. And he walks over. So Jason confronts the guy and uh, um, Pete Hawkins or whatever. And the girl that Pete Hawkins is talking to, she runs away. He's like, yeah, get out of here. So uh, Jason comes up to his face and he's like, do you know uh, the kid named Diego? And they get face to face. Um, and they're like, just like talking shit. He's kind of intimidating him. And then Jason gets distracted for a second because Molly says something. And the next thing you know, the guy has a gun under Jason's chin. And Jason gets like super scared. He gets like a flashback of the other time he was scared. Uh, And then the guy pistol whips Jason to the ground and kicks the shit out of him, beats the living shit out of him. Molly then helps up Jason and he's like, get off me. I'm fine. Get the fuck away from me. And he's like crying like a bitch. So then the next scene is uh, Jason at the psychiatrist's office, Dr. Leslie Tompkins. And then he tells her quickly a little bit about his life, that his parents suck, and he just wants to get the hell out of there. He's like, you know, give me the pill. All you guys do is just give pills, right? Just give me this pill. I've done this before. And then as he's whining like a bitch, he sees a a picture of the psychiatrist, Dr. Leslie Tompkins, with Jonathan Crane. So he goes, you know Jonathan Crane? 
And he goes, uh, she goes, yeah, we were friends until one day he tried to kill me because I found out that I found out about his, uh, about, about, I found out about his experiments and uh, Bruce saved her. She explains the fear gas is as close to hell as you can possibly be. Cause Jason was like, you know, what's the fear, what's the fear gas like? She asks, uh, she asks Jason what he's afraid of. And he goes, being stuck in this room with you for the rest of my fucking life. And she goes, all right, we're done. Let's try again tomorrow. And he leaves. We are then brought back to the Batcave. And Jason opens up a vault. And we see a bunch of Batman's trophies from past villains, including Catwoman's goggles, her lasso, the, uh, the ventriloquist dummy, um, Scarecrow's mask, and this vial that I'm assuming is Scarecrow's fear toxin. Bruce walks in behind him. And he's like, how the session, how the session go? Jason is like, dude, she's kind of hot. Did you guys ever fuck? And then Bruce is like, I, I got a conference call in Metropolis tonight. Uh, Luther's up to something. Lex Luther's up to something. You think you can handle dinner? And Jason's like, yeah, I'll load her in. And then Bruce says, seeing Leslie was a huge step to getting back on track. And he goes, I know it wasn't easy. I'm proud of you, son. And then Jason looks up because he has daddy issues. And he's like, son? And Bruce is like, yeah. And then they have this like father-son moment as they look at each other. We then get back to uh, the scene with Jason with the psychiatrist. And um, they're playing a word association game. Leslie, she asks, uh, she asks Jason if he was afraid when the gun was pulled on him. And Jason says, Robin can't be afraid. He's tired of being afraid and says that if Bruce, if Bruce thinks that he's afraid, then he won't let him be Robin anymore. Leslie says, well, Molly doesn't know that Jason is Robin and Molly likes Jason for Jason. Jason says he just wants to be better. Leslie goes, just because you're afraid doesn't mean that you're broken. And they end the session. Bruce Wayne shows up to pick up Jason from the session. They get into the car. They drive over to the alley where Bruce Wayne's parents got shot. This is like in the middle of the day. And Bruce is like, you know, put your phone away. I got to talk to you. And then Bruce goes, Everything I've ever done was to help you, son. And he continues to say that being Robin is tearing him apart. And he says that he's lost too many people in Gotham. He doesn't want to lose him. And then Bruce says, I don't want you to be Robin anymore. Jason freaks out and says, I bet you talked to Leslie. Is that is this why you're doing this? And Bruce is like, no. Bruce goes, you don't need to wear a costume to be my son. And Jason goes, you think I'm weak. You've never done this to Dick Grayson. He's like, you've given everything to Dick, but, you, but you've never given me shit. He's like, you always back up Dick, but you never back me up. And then Jason's like, please don't give up on me. Bruce goes, I never will give up on you, but I've made my choice. And Jason goes, you're wrong, and I'll prove it. And he walks away pissed off. The next scene, it's dark outside, and Jason calls Leslie on her cell phone. She's like having dinner by herself, and he basically just calls her a liar, starts yelling liar. As, he's, as there's tears in his eyes. And then we see Jason walk into Arkham Asylum. He approaches Jonathan Crane's cell. And Jonathan Crane at that time, he's like looking for a lighter because he's trying to get high. That shit is just so fucking corny. Uh, and Crane is like, who the hell are you? And Jason goes, I'm Gotham PD. And Crane is like, yeah, I. And Jason goes, you created the fear gas, right? Which means you can create the antidote to fear. And Crane, go, Crane goes, why would I help you? And Jason whips out that fear toxin vial that he stole from the Batcave when he was in the vault. And Crane figures out that Jason is Robin because where else where the fuck would you get that? So Crane's like, okay, what do you want? And then Jason goes, I want to reverse engineer the fear gas in return for information on Batman. 
He's like, I'll sell out Batman. You just let me know how to create this anti-fear because he doesn't want to be afraid anymore, which is so fucking weird. Crane goes, all right, I want to know everything about Batman and I want to get the hell out of here. And then Jason goes, that's fine. I just want the formula. We then see a, 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 a scene. The next scene is uh, Jason he, who's renting out some like abandoned warehouse space. And he it's like this full, like corny montage of like Jason trying to create the right formula. And then he finally creates it. Um, we see Jason back at Arkham Asylum talking to Crane and uh, Crane goes, well, now you got to test that out against Batman's most fearsome enemy, a.k.a. the Joker. And then we cut to the scene where Jason is tracking down the Joker in the Batcave, which is basically the first scene of the first episode of this season. So we kind of see a repeat of how everything went down. We see a repeat of Jason, like getting his ass whooped by the Joker and dying. Um, then the next scene is Crane walking in the hallway of Arkham Asylum and an alarm goes off and the guard is like, everyone down. And Crane is like, what's going on? And the guard goes, the Joker killed Robin. Now shut the fuck up. And Crane has like this smile on his face. The next scene is just some dude taking Jason's body and he rolls it into like a dark basement where at the center of the floor, there's a pool that I'm assuming is the Lazarus pit. And he drops Jason into the Lazarus pit. Jason comes back alive. He wakes up on a cold table in an underground area of Arkham Asylum. And it's Crane standing there. Crane wakes him up and he's like, you were dead, but I brought you back. Um, how Crane has this underground facility in Arkham is not explained, nor does it make sense. It's really fucking stupid. He just says, yeah, you're in the only place that people don't know about here in Arkham. I'm like, okay, sure. Crane gives him a dose. Of, he gives him a dose of the anti-fear toxin and says, take this. He's like, you think I brought you back to life to kill you? So like, just take a whiff and you'll feel better. So Jason takes a whiff and then <sighs> Scarecrow does this weird he like plays music and then he like he dances around while like smoking up it's just so fucking corny it's like oh what is this shit cut to jason he's wearing the red hood outfit and then crane is talking to him like you're gonna give the city what it needs a true symbol and then we see jason in full costume of the red hood with guns and the helmet and the whole thing looking super badass while crane's like talking him talking to him so the next scene we see is the Red Hood hunting down that dude that kicked his ass earlier in the episode, Pete Hawkins. Red Hood hunts him down in this like dark hallway. The guy's like yelling. There's a bunch of lights like flickering up and down, a lot of gunshots. Um, and uh, Red Hood beats his ass. The guy goes, what do you want? And Red Hood goes, I want you to tell all your friends about me. And the dude is crying. He's like, okay, who are you? And then the Red Hood just caps him in the fucking head and goes, I'll just tell them myself. He kills the guy. The next scene is Molly, uh, Jason's friend. She wakes up in the middle of the night because she hears something and she gets out of bed and there's a kid standing in her living room and it's Diego, the kid that they were looking for earlier in the episode. Uh, behind Diego is the Red Hood and Red Hood goes, you know, Diego, you can go to her. She's a good one. You can trust her. So then Molly looks at Red Hood and is like, Jason? And Jason goes, nah, not anymore, but everything's going to be all right. And then Molly, she has tears in her eyes and she's like, I don't know what's up with you, but you need help. And Red Hood is like, you're still trying to help me. And he's like, you need better locks. And he walks out of the, he walks out of the, uh, the apartment and it ends with Molly yelling, Jason down the hallway. That's the full episode. How I feel about it. 
Uh, cool. I guess we get to know the motives. It's just really, really fucking messy. Um, I mean, Jason going and saying, yeah, I'll tell you all the information on Batman so I can get the fear toxin. And then he tracks down the Joker and he's still trying to prove his worth to Bruce Wayne. Just makes absolutely no sense. It's like you sell out the Batman, you sell out all the information, you tell it to one of Batman's greatest enemies, but then you're still trying to impress Bruce Wayne by tracking down and killing the Joker. It just doesn't make sense. It's a little messy. I don't know where this writing is going. Um, but yeah, that is the end of uh, Titan season three, episode five. I will uh, be back again and I'll uh, create a synopsis on episode six. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'm uh, glad to be back.